Happy Wednesday, guys. Are you struggling to understand why your website traffic to your website is not growing? So maybe you've been blogging and using keywords for a while and you feel like maybe it's just a complete waste of time to optimize your content with keywords. Trying to apply all of these SEO strategies, maybe you've researched or watched a workshop or something and you feel like you just kind of reached a dead end and you're about ready to give up. And at the most basic level of SEO, there are some underlooked or overlooked, however you want to refer to it. Simple things that you might not be doing at all or not doing for the most benefit for your content. So I'm going to be sharing five super easy to overlook website traffic mistakes that you might be making and ways to improve website traffic. Keywords do play a huge role in SEO, but so do topics and quality skimmable content that is so valuable to your audience. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Simple Content Marketing for Mompreneurs podcast. Do you want to grow your online business using organic marketing without feeling intimidated or overwhelmed with SEO? Do you find yourself going down a rabbit hole on Google searching for things like what's SEO, SEO for dummies, or how to find the right keywords? I totally get it. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie, wife, blessed mom to two of the funniest kiddos, Jesus lover, tech nerd, and a content marketing coach. I struggled to grow my online business avoiding SEO and optimizing my content because I thought it was way too intimidating. I thought that you needed a team of marketing experts and had to be an SEO guru to be good at SEO. Until I learned that SEO and keyword strategy is not as complicated as it seems, and optimizing content for effective marketing and organic growth only takes maybe an hour or two a week. So totally simple. So grab some pen and paper, reheat that coffee, and let's grow your business together with simple SEO keywords and content strategy, along with some Holy Spirit and scripture-based encouragement. Did you know that I have a free community of entrepreneurs who want to grow their visibility and website traffic using SEO and keywords, aka organic marketing? We have daily prompts, Q&As, and live trainings in the group to teach you how to optimize your content and website copywriting effectively. We also have weekly accountability and support threads, and I would love for you to join and be part of the community. And you can request to join at bit.ly slash content marketing mompreneur. I can remember when I started using keywords the right way (laughs) on my first website and how excited I was because I thought I'm going to write this awesome content, publish it, and the traffic is just going to start rolling in. And at the time I thought that's how it worked. You implemented keywords and boom, you had traffic, not taking into account all of the small details, like the kind of keywords, topics, and even the content structure and how discouraged I was when my unrelated keyword strategy did not work. And it's kind of like exercising, you know, we get this very skewed view of doing something once and we instantly want to see results from it. So it's kind of like 
thinking I'm going to exercise once and lose like five pounds. And when you step on the scale, you think, wow, this was such a waste of time. I gained weight. You not only have to prove to your audience that you are providing valuable content, showing up consistently to build that trust, but you also have to build that consistency and reputation with search engines especially when your domain name is new. It's a little easier when you have an established domain name that's aged over time. But if your domain name is like this year new, it's, it's going to take time. I obviously didn't know at first that it does matter how old your domain name is. I didn't take that into account. And if it's new, it's going to take some time and consistency to build that reputation with Google and prove that you can provide quality content regularly. And it also tells Google how often you are publishing content and updating your pages and website that links, you know, content and pages that should be crawled. And if your domain name is new, it's going to take a while to get some traffic to your website. You kind of have to prove to Google that your content is the bee's knees of your niche and industry. Another critical thing to overlook is if you are not regularly updating pages and backend stuff like plugins, this totally matters when it comes to SEO in general. It matters keeping things up to date, even keywords. You know, sometimes keywords need to be updated on pages, kind of like a trial to see if that keyword is going to benefit you by helping you rank and get seen on Google. The main thing that you have to remember is SEO takes a lot of patience. And if you don't have patience, you'll have time to learn it. So five of the most commonly overlooked things that are not helping website traffic. Number one is not using niched targeted specific keywords for your specific audience. So, you know, obviously the right keywords equal traffic. So this one might seem obvious, but you could actually be using keywords that are not niche enough. General keywords like nutrition or weight loss are obviously going to be difficult to rank for. So instead of using these main phrases inside of your content, it would be more appropriate to use them as categories. It takes research to find out what key phrases are being used, are being searched for, but If your audience is like busy moms and you teach on weight loss, you might be able to rank for something like weight loss for busy moms or weight loss for like women in their 40s or, you know, busy moms or women over 40. You know, that's very niche. And trying to rank for one word keywords initially might be somewhat difficult. If you can find like a key phrase specific to what you do and what niche you serve that has a low SEO score, that those key phrases are gold. Try using long tail keywords and long tail just means that it's a key phrase of like three to five words, like a sentence. These are actually going to be easier to rank for versus using one single keyword because they are very specific. So for example, If you're using a key phrase like healthy snacks for busy moms, that key phrase should be used exactly the way it is in the title. 
You can use variations of the keyword in the body of the content like healthy snacks and busy moms. Number two is having a variety, a wide variety of topics. So having an abundance of topics not only confuses your audience, it also confuses site crawlers, which is a big deal when it comes to SEO. Optimizing your website also has to do with making sure that your topics stay very tight and within your audience, your, you know, what you teach on your expertise and what your audience is interested in learning from you. Be as clear and specific as possible when it comes to what you do and who you serve. This isn't just about the content that you're providing. It also is in your copywriting. You have your main topic. So let's say that your main topic is nutrition. Your subtopics, or if you want to call them umbrella topics, might be like meal planning, healthy snacks, or weight weight management, and fat burning foods. All of the subtopics listed are umbrella topics tightly related to nutrition. So you wouldn't want to have subtopics on your website that have no relation to that whatsoever. Like, I don't know, interior design. Maybe you're a nutritionist and your hobby is interior design. Cool. But if you also want to teach on interior design and you have kind of already invested in building your audience around nutrition, you kind of need to make one of two choices. Since nutrition and interior design have nothing to do with each other, they're not related in any way, you're either going to have to one, decide which niche to serve because you can't serve two niches on one main website, one platform, at least when you're starting out. Or two, start an entirely separate platform and grow your interior design audience that way. And I don't recommend doing either one. And here's why. This is the exact same thing as trying to show up on every single platform ever created to market your business. You will not be able to market for both businesses well. And not only that, you're going to confuse your audience, at least when you're first starting out. And I'm talking to my multi-passionate hearts here. So, you know, I totally understand wanting to teach more than just one thing. And I get it because that was me at first. And I wanted to teach about web design and blogging and all natural DIY stuff all at the same time, all under one business from the very beginning. But it's not realistic. So if you are wondering how to build like a hybrid business with multi topics, the answer is to build one at a time. Start one business build it and wait until you start profiting from it, then build the next thing. Number three is your content is not readable or skimmable. So content structure totally matters. If you don't have structured content, people will not read it and it won't rank. There should be subheadings to break up the text between every three paragraphs or so. And maybe you're used to writing an essay form, but you're not writing an essay. You want to break up the text into like smaller paragraphs to make it more skimmable, especially on mobile view. 
Longer paragraphs are so hard to read on a phone. And if I'm searching for something and I land on a piece of content with long paragraphs, it might answer my question. I'm not going to read it. That's just the way it is. I'm, it, it's too hard to read. And it's really easy to lose my place in reading. So when it comes to the teaching part of the content, list form or bullet lists are actually the best to use because it breaks up the content to make it easier to read and consume. Number four, content does not provide a quick win or solution. So every piece of content that you write must give your reader a solution. That's what makes your content valuable. Your content is teaching a simple solution to your reader's problem. So you always want to ask yourself with each piece of content that you're beginning to write, you know, what am I teaching in this piece of content? What solution am I providing? What are my readers next steps? Your content should always, always walk them through their current problem and provide an outcome step by step. And number five, your titles are not triggering enough or provoking curiosity and urgency. So you have to make your title stand out from similar content in search results. Your titles are what gets noticed in search apart from using your keywords. The best way to make your title stand out is to use power words and uncommon words. And you can Google those or use Pinterest to find a list of power words and uncommon words. There's a lot of them. So even with triggering headline ideas. You can search that up too. The three best triggering title headlines that are really popular are how to posts, three ways to, and then, you know, you put in your problem, whatever you're solving, and then stuck with, you know, whatever problem they have with a question mark, and then try this or use these three hacks too. And then you would put your solution at the end. So let's recap the five website traffic mistakes that you might be making. So number one is not using niche enough keywords. And it, it does really make a difference using long tail keywords. Number two, having a variety of unrelated topics, keep your topics tight, related and subtopics, very minimal. Number three, make your content skimmable and readable. Number four, make outcome-based content. And number five, blog titles are not triggering enough to make readers want to click. And if you join my group on Facebook, we have daily post prompts like on Wednesdays when you're able to leave a link to a page on your website and get feedback on your copywriting and structure of your page. And you can join the group at bit.ly slash content marketing mompreneur. And that link will be in the show notes. They're all, it's always in the show notes for you. So go ahead and join now. Thanks for hanging with me today. And I will meet you back here next week. Friend, I hope you were inspired by today's episode and can apply these simple, tangible tips to your content strategy. If it did, can you do me a favor and share this episode with a friend that might also want to take advantage of SEO and organic marketing? It would also bless this podcast if you took a minute to leave a review over an Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know if this podcast is helping you 
and also helps more like-minded mompreneurs who want to grow their business organically. Find this podcast too. If you haven't yet, you should join my Facebook community where we support, encourage, and hang out. You can find the link below in the show notes. For more free content and coaching, you can find that on my website, The Content Marketing Mompreneur. Talk next time.